Okay, I am beyond excited to be back. It took me a little bit. Um, I had some technical difficulties and I was trying to find a workaround for these things. So um, good news is I have. Um, So my podcast is back and I don't think it's going anywhere this time. Um, At first, I thought that it was a personal choice in a way to just kind of be done with it. Um, But... uh, I realized that this is a good, like I said, this I started this as an outlet for myself. Um, so since I had to take a break, we're coming back and this is going to be technically season two. So I'm thinking each season will have 13 episodes. Um, it's a terribly unlucky number, but screw it. Um, so welcome back. We are in season two. Um, where we left off was I was going to do an episode called Best Face Forward, kind of like um, a best foot forward sort of thing. Um But what I meant by this is, I don't know about anyone else, but something, um, I definitely struggled with this a lot, especially when I lived back in Oregon. Um, I think I've mentioned this in previous podcasts, episodes, but um, I was never officially diagnosed with any sort of depression or anything like that. But I do genuinely think that I had what is called SAD, seasonal affective disorder. Um, Basically, like you don't get enough vitamin D, you don't get enough sunlight, um, because it's really, 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 really excuse me, word vomit. Um, it's really rainy in the Pacific Northwest. And, um, I genuinely think that started to affect my mood. Um, cause during the summer I was usually totally fine, which is really like maybe three to four months if that, but, um, I'd be fine for the beginning of fall usually, but by winter, I would say like by Thanksgiving, I was kind of depressed. And honestly, maybe that's part of the reason I don't really like Christmas. I am the epitome of the Grinch. Um, I do not like, do not like Christmas at all. Um, and I wonder sometimes if the weather kind of had an impact on that, like if that, you know, played a role in me not liking Christmas. There obviously were other factors and I've, I've said some before in some of my other podcasts, but, um, I do think that that played a role. But what's funny is I think the majority of people that know me, uh, my friends over the years, uh, even family would genuinely say like, I am a happy go lucky, outgoing, crazy, spontaneous person. Um, most people I don't think would recognize that I have had, you know, mental, um, depression sort of issues. Uh, I, there have been plenty of times where I just feel like I'm failing in life. And what's funny is I, it's, I mean, it's not funny, but I look back now and I'm like, you know what? Like, that's not true. I mean, like, it's true. Like, I definitely felt like a failure at times, but I look back and I'm like, I was not a failure. I was not. Um, especially when I compare myself to others. I always say, like, don't compare yourself. But um, at the same time, like, I do think it's healthy to compare yourself in some ways. I think I mentioned that in my, like, second or third episode of season one called Incomparable. Um I do think that there are healthy ways to compare yourself, you know, um, as long as you recognize the differences um, overall. Um, But anyway, uh, basically, um, there would be times where I just I felt like I wasn't succeeding at things. I wasn't where I needed to be in life, um, whatever it may be. Maybe, you know, I went through a breakup. Maybe I, um, you know, got a bad grade um, on a project or something like that. Who knows? Anyway, basically during these times where I was either one, overly stressed, depressed, sad, mad, whatever the feeling it was besides a typical basic happy, you know, feeling, um, 
I feel like I am someone who doesn't like to show weakness. I, in, in fact, I know I'm someone who doesn't like to show weakness. I don't like to show my low points. And very much so, I think that's part of the reason people don't realize or have never realized that I, I was upset or feeling depressed or anything like that is because when I do have those moments, I keep it to myself. Um, I don't think people notice in the long run or overall that, you know, in these times I would pull away. Um, and what I mean by that is, you know, I would be less active in my group chats. I wouldn't respond or I would respond with very short um, answers. You know, I just wasn't engaged in conversation. Um, I kind of would stop going out. Um, you know, I wouldn't do things. I basically became a hermit during these times, which I don't think is a bad thing. And that's how I heal. Um, you know, if I wanted help or I wanted to vent about something like I would find someone and, and kind of vent but I also don't think I gave my full details like I don't think overall I gave the truth to people if that makes sense um but I was definitely someone that would go out and even if I was depressed and I did go out or whatever like I didn't let people see it I put my best face forward I put on this image basically that everything was fine. Everything was perfect. Nothing in my life was, was messed up or anything like that. Um, and I'm not saying that that's a good thing. I'm not saying it's a bad thing. I think everyone handles, you know, their sadness and things differently. I'm just saying that, you know, I think when it comes to how people are acting, uh, you may meet someone that's, I think that's kind of the main point I'm trying to get across is you could meet someone and they are the most happy-go-lucky, energy, you know, surplus sort of person. You know, they're always smiling. They're always happy. And it's funny I, I say this because um, the first time my man and I were dating, I remember we were at one of his cousin's houses. And... Um, I don't even remember. They were talking about like being depressed, basically. Like they were talking about like being sad or mad or whatever it may be. And he made a comment to his cousin that I'm never sad. I'm never upset. I'm never mad. I am always smiling. I'm always happy. And it's gross. Um, <laughs> and I mean, for the most part, yeah, I really am. I really am a happy person. Um, but honestly, I think that that comes from a lot of times of I was so focused on the negative. I was so caught up in the failures of my life that I would just dwell. I would dwell on those terrible things. But looking back, you know, let me put it in perspective. I would be super upset, you know, if I got a bad grade in a class. Uh, I took, for, for example, I took economics and I was a badass at economics in high school. Like I crushed economics. Okay. Like I I breezed through that class. Well, then I took, I think, micro microeconomics. I think it was micro. I don't really remember. Microeconomics in college. Um, I kind of, I kind of had to. It was, it wasn't a class I needed. By all means, anyone that knows me knows, you don't really need it for any sort of art degree. But um, because I was in the business school, I technically had to take economics. So I took this class, and honestly, literally, I, I, bl in a way, I blame the professor because <laughs> he literally would open the textbook and just read the fucking textbook to us. Like that is how he taught. He didn't do problems on the computer or like the the projector projector um I was really struggling or on the whiteboard or nothing like he literally just read the textbook to us and then was like there you go like do your homework and I'm like what the fuck I didn't learn fucking anything like I struggled so hard and 
I technically passed the class, but let me tell you, I passed that class with a 69.9%. So I technically got a D, but it rounds up because of that 0.9. And I literally passed with exactly 70%. That is the only college class I have ever gotten below an A in. And that traumatized me, like absolutely traumatized me. In the moment, I was like, I'm a failure. My GPA is going to plummet. I'm terrible. I'm going to have to retake this course. Like, even though I technically passed and I didn't need to retake it, in my mind, I was like, this is, this is the biggest loss of my entire life. Um, And it's situational. You know, in that moment, that was the worst thing that was happening to me. That was the worst thing that could happen to me, um, you know, in that moment. And, but I look back and I'm like, what the fuck? Why was I so stressed and so depressed about this one tiny class that ultimately didn't fucking matter? I never use economics now. Never, ever, let alone microeconomics. I never use it. I have not used it since that class. I did not use it before that class. I did not use it after that class. Like, it was so pointless. But I let this one tiny little letter on a paper destroy me. Destroy me. Because I felt like I felt like I had just failed college. Like, I had failed life. Like, my parents were going to disown me sort of thing. Um, but looking back, like, it was so stupid. Like the, the times it's funny. And I feel like you guys would probably relate to this too, where you look back at times where you felt the the highest amount of stress. You felt like your world was freaking ending. And what, what, why? Like, why, why were you so stressed? There was absolutely no reason to be stressed. You know what I mean? Um, you know, you essentially were, and I, and I hate to say this, but you were overreacting. You're like, that was nothing. That was nothing to be stressed over. Um, but in that moment, no one knew that I was upset. No one knew that I was anxious, stressed, you know, worrying about my future. And I, I, again, I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing, but I think in the long run, I think... Gosh, I feel like I talk in circles sometimes because it's hard to get these points across because they are somewhat abstract. They are, you know, somewhat vague. Um, But basically what I'm trying to say is you never know what's going on in someone's life. And to you, maybe their issue really is nothing. You know, in in your mind, you're like, what the fuck ever? Like, you got a C in that class, Shelby. You You barely passed, but you fucking passed. Well, guess what? You know... I, I got a D, so I failed, you know, like, to you, you're like, oh, like, that's nothing to be stressed about, you know, you passed, I didn't, like, I have more reason to be stressed, but to them, like, to me, in that moment, that was the worst grade I'd ever gotten in my entire life, and it was devastating in the moment, you know, now I'm like, fuck it, like, I don't care, like, they, they don't even look at your goddamn GPA when they ask if you finish college, as long as you finished, and you have a paper with your name on it that cost you 20,000 plus dollars, they don't give a fuck, um, honestly, honestly, like, that is, and maybe that's a terrible attitude to have, but in the end, they don't give a fuck, think about it, and I've always, you've always heard C's get degrees, I don't know if you guys have heard that, but I always, you know, said that, people always said that to me, and I hated it, because I was like, no, like, I need to be superior, I need to get A++ all the freaking time, but it's so dumb, it's so dumb, and I look at people, I look at kids in high school, 
And honestly, like most people, like college counselors and parents and stuff probably would say like, ultimately, I'm a great influence, you know. But if they actually heard me talk and if they were like, come give a speech to our students about your successes and all the hard work you did and where it got you, I would literally look them in the eyes and be like, it's fucking stupid. Like (laughs) the amount of stress I put on myself through high school, running 15 different clubs, free sports, you know, straight A's, AP classes, all that shit. I'm like, you work your ass off. You work your ass off to get into college because it is now told to you nowadays that you need to go to fucking college. You know, I was like, I put myself through all this stress and most people wouldn't see it because they were like, Shelby, you were so active and you were so happy and blah, blah, blah in high school. And I'm like, no, I was stressed out of my fucking. Yeah, I loved I loved high school when I was in it. But looking back, I'm like, God damn, I wish I wouldn't have done any of that stuff, because at the end of the day, it really didn't get me anywhere better than any of the other kids that really didn't do a whole lot. You know, they did the bare minimum and they still got into college. You know what I mean? Like. It does. It didn't matter because at the end of the day, I wasn't broke. My parents weren't broke. You know, I wasn't a, a teen mom. And I'm not saying that's a bad thing. I'm not saying it's a bad thing at all. Like I fully support anybody, um, and I think there's no correct way to live your life. But I'm just saying, like the system itself. You know, for someone who worked as hard as I did and put myself through so much stress, like it really didn't give me anything more than the average Joe Schmo. Like people say it's so hard to get into colleges and certain colleges, yes, you know, Ivy Leagues, I understand. But your basic college, like state college, whatever, state university, um, no, it's not hard. It's not hard to get in there. Um, So, you know, I don't, I, like, I would be a terrible influence going back now. I'd be like, don't, I was like, don't waste your time on all these fucking clubs. You know, they don't even check to see if you actually participated in them. Literally just write down that you were in these freaking clubs and they're going to be like, oh, cool. Because ultimately one, it doesn't matter if your parents, you know, make enough money, it doesn't matter. And you're going to put yourself through all this stress for no reason. Then you're going to get into college and you're going to go into debt and you're going to stress yourself out over all this debt and making grades when at the end of it, all employers care about is you got that stupid fucking piece of paper. That's literally all they care about. Once again, the grades just don't fucking matter. They just don't. Um, and so, uh, you put yourself through all this stress and at the end of it, you know, it's because they have, there's these expectations for you, but at the end of it, none of it matters. And now, you know, I'm at a great job. I have a great job. You know, I did, I've done everything right by, you know, the societal expectations and norms. I've done everything right, but, um, you know, the amount of stress I put myself through to get here, I don't necessarily feel was necessary. Um, I'm not going to say it wasn't worth it because I do love where I'm at. Um, but I don't think it was necessary. Like I easily could have taken all of that stress out of my life and probably still been in the same spot. You know what I mean? Um, but during the last 25 years of my life, I don't think anyone would ever tell you that I've been depressed. I really don't. Um, And that's because I've put my best face forward. I've always been the happy. I've always been the smiling. I've always blah, blah, blah. Um, But, you know, as I get older, and it's funny because conversations with my mom, my mom has always said, you know, my mom's always mentioned that she, you know, doesn't have as many friends as she used to sort of thing. Um, And I think that that's normal as you get older to an extent, you know, like you have, you, you get married and that, 
becomes your world and then you have kids and your kids become your world and then um you know the only way you really make if your friends are not having kids at that time you know you're you're busy and your friends who don't have kids don't really understand and or maybe they do understand but they you know they're doing different activities from you um but then your kids get into school and all of a sudden your kids friends you know that's how you make your friends is because it's the parents of other kids that are hanging out with your kids um and those become your friends but it's all situational and um i mentioned this in my friend podcast too that like i never felt like i had a true best friend and i think that that's normal throughout life i'm learning that very few people will stick by you throughout your life and um i think that's because also like i put my best face forward i don't let anyone i try not to let any i try i'm gonna rephrase that i try not to let anyone get me down i try not to um, let other people impact my life, but you know what? I have had friends that drain me, um, and I hate to say this, but I do that best face forward thing where I'm like, everything's fine, everything's fine, and it gets to the point where all of a sudden I crack, and it's not fine. You know what I mean? Like I get pushed to the limits by being the happy-go-lucky, you know, um, go with the flow kind of person, and then all of a sudden I'm I don't have my best face forward. I'll tell you that much. Um, and you know what? I'll give you an example. I had a friend. Um, that it felt like every time we hung out, uh, you know, if I was talking about something, I'm going to use the, the schoolwork one again, you know, um, I'm like, oh, I have an online class, you know, I have, a, I have a project to do. And it wasn't necessarily me complaining. It was just me, you know, talking about what's going on in my life. Like, I don't think I ever truly complained about school. Um, I never felt like it was a burden by all means. It was just like, all right, like I got a project to do tonight. Like it is what it is. Um, But it was always, it always felt like a competition. You know, if I had something going on that was hard or, you know, time consuming, hers was way worse. You know, well, well, I have 10 projects and I, you know, have to get an A on this one or else I'm not going to pass this class or blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, okay, like it wasn't a competition. Like I was just talking to you about my day that later I'm going to be working on a project. I was curious, like if she had returned and been like, oh, I know what you mean. Like I have 10 projects I got to do tonight. Like, okay, cool. You know, but it always felt like a competition that, and what's funny is it wasn't that her, it was either a competition that her life was worse or her life was better or she knew more. And I felt like I couldn't win and I wasn't even trying to win. Um, but I always was just like, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, putting that best face forward, being nice about it. And I've learned now, and I, I still struggle with this is if someone is, and I mentioned this with family, I've mentioned this with friends. If someone is impacting your mental health, you have a choice to make for yourself. You can either let it happen and let it go by and you know maybe eventually you know that friendship will fade out or you'll have a blow up or something like that but I found that now um and again I'm not saying this like oh I do this all the time because I really should but you need to speak the fuck up because um for example I had a friend once that um wanted to basically pursue a similar career as me And you know what? I'm supportive of that. I'm supportive. Like, it's not a competition for me. I'm like, I'm really good at what I do. So you can have these clients. I'll have these clients. I'll have this job. You have that job. Like, to me, I'm like, if someone wants to do what I do, I will be your fucking mentor because I love doing that. I absolutely love doing that. But I also felt like you know, once they started, I was like, this is not something you should be doing, um, at all, like at all. And 
the fact that they would come to me with like their their projects and whatnot I'm like like I just wanted to tear them apart and I had this hard balance of being like okay I can be the supportive friend of like oh my god like that's awesome like cool congrats or I could be the friend or the mentor or I don't even know what the the title would be where I could just be like hey you know like that's great but you know in my experience or from my education or you know blah 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 like I would do this this and this and and here's why or here's you know the out like what I believe or what I've been taught and blah 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 um but one uh sometimes there's friends and I feel like everyone knows this that do not take your criticism well they think you're trying to, to bash them and I'm like no like that's not what I'm trying to do at all I'm trying to help you like the mentor aspect um but they don't, they don't take it from you. Um, and then there comes a certain point where I'm like, I've had friends like try to do what I do. And I'm like, you're not good at this. Like just straight up. You're not good at this. This is, I'm not the all knowing and I am not a professional. There are people out there way better than me in my field. I'm, and I know that, but this is not something you should do. This is not your skill set. Just like I would never try to go be a fucking engineer. Okay. I am not, made for that. You know, I'm really good at math, but goddamn, I like not, not good at that. Um, and that's okay with me, you know, like there, I joke that, you know, I'm good at everything. I'm, I'm, if there's something I don't know, I'll learn it. But at the same time, I know that there are certain things I just shouldn't fucking do. Um, and I think that's the hard part is how do you tell a friend they fucking suck? You know, I mean, <laughs> essentially that's what, that's what I'm saying. I mean, you know, no matter how nice I say it, that's probably how they're going to take it. And so it's hard because I put this best face forward, but it's hard sometimes to do that too. And that's what I'm getting at as well is if you're having a time where you know, you can't put your best face forward. Um, because I know how I, how I react. If there's a moment where I've maxed out the fact that I can't, I can't tell this friend anymore that her stuff is great, that she's doing great because I don't feel that way and I'm lying. And eventually, even though it's a little white lie, it's not a big deal. It eats me up inside because I'm like, I can't, like, this is something I'm passionate about design and marketing and stuff like that. Like I am an art. I am so passionate about it. And I've spent my entire life learning and gaining that skill set and educating myself and stuff. And I'm like, I can't do it anymore. I can't put my best face forward. Like I've reached the breaking point. And I think everyone gets to that point, no matter what it is, maybe it's your mental health, maybe it's stress, you know, you know what I mean? Like there's a point where you can't fake it anymore. And that's what I'm saying. And it's okay. It's okay to not be able to fake it anymore. Um, my flaw is that I crack. I crack. Um, I let everything build up until I absolutely can't take it anymore. And quite honestly, I know this about myself. I become a bitch. Like I become a raging bitch because I'm like, I can't fucking take it anymore. And I crack and I lose my shit on that person. Um, and it's only happened a couple handful of times. Um, but it has happened. And what's funny is I'm not friends with two of the people that's happened with anymore. And in my opinion, you know, that's a good reason. It was not a healthy friendship. It was not a healthy relationship. And I'm okay with that. Um, 
overall, it wasn't help, probably not healthy for them and not healthy for me. You know, there's because of the reason I was not honest throughout the whole thing there. That's probably why it was unhealthy for them too. you know, like I was lying to them essentially. Um, even though, like I said, they're little white lies and they're, they should be harmless. Little things add up to big, big things. And now I'm at that point where I'm like, I may crack on this friend and I don't know. I don't know how to have that conversation and that's something I'm still learning because everyone's different too. But what I'm trying to say is if you reach the point where you can't fake it anymore because you've put on your best face for so freaking long, it's okay. And it is honestly, I think it's okay to blow up. I think it's human nature to have our moments where we just lose our fucking shit, you know, like go off on somebody, you know, destroy something in your house. I realize when I'm angry, I start to do projects around the house. Like, I don't know how many of you are friends with me on Snapchat, but when, um, the last guy before the guy I'm with now, um, was basically talking shit about me for like breaking up with him sort of thing. Um, when I lost my shit, or I, lost, I or I did lose my shit when I found out he was talking shit because I was like, oh, hell no. And I lost it and I went in my backyard and I cut down trees. I'm not even kidding you. The amount of Snapchats uh, I posted of me in the backyard just chopping down trees was kind of hysterical. Um, and people were like, this is phenomenal. Like, this is the best because for me, that was the healthiest, sanest way to release that negative energy. And I felt so freaking good after it. And honestly, I probably should do that again. Not going to lie. I should probably go chop trees in my backyard. But the problem is, is I don't really have any anymore. I've chopped them all down. Um, but what I'm saying and what I want to sum up, cause I got about, I got five minutes ish left of this podcast. Um, one, you never know what someone else is going through because a lot of times people are putting their best face forward. You know, they really could be genuinely happy and content right now, but they also could be really, really depressed um, and you just don't know it. So um, we hear it all the time. You don't know what's going on in someone else's life. You don't know their story. You don't know their background. Um, so that's why I'm like, just be nice to everyone. Um, treat others the way you want to be treated because you know all the shit you've been through um, and that doesn't make your life better or worse than someone else's, you know? Um, everyone has their bad days. Everyone has their good days everyone has a past and everyone has a future so um in in the end what i'm saying is just treat everyone nicely because you know how you put your best face forward and maybe they're doing the same thing so that's one of my biggest points um and then second is if you are putting your best face forward don't feel like you have to do it alone but if you also know how you function like for me this podcast was a good outlet chopping down trees in my backyard great outlet um and then like I have a few friends that I talk to but what's funny is I have friends I talk to about certain things um you know I'm not going to talk to my friends about I'm not going to talk to this one friend about jobs I'm not going to talk to this one friend about um relationships and and stuff like that you know that's what I'm saying like um you know you you deal with your stress and sadness and anger and all that stuff how it works best for you there's no good way there's no correct way well i mean there is a good way but i'm just saying like there's no correct way to deal with it health healthily healthy healthily i'm really struggling with words right now um but basically like you know, just, just, if you need to put your best face forward and have your downtime by yourself, fucking do it. If you need to shut out from society, fucking do it. I do that shit all the freaking time where I just shut down. And honestly, the older I get, the more I realize it is draining 
to listen to other people's problems when I'm like, I have shit I got to deal with on my own. And it's sad because there comes a point too sometimes in like my day or my month or whenever and I'm just, or my week even, and I'm just like, I don't give a shit about your fucking problems right now. Like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I feel for you. Like, but I really don't give a shit about your problems. And it's okay to literally tell your people like, hey, you know what? I need to disconnect for a while. And I've done that. I've been like, I need to disconnect. Like, you know, just don't take it personally. I need to disconnect. Disconnect. I need to re reset. I need to decompress. Like, just let me do my thing. And it's okay. And if you don't want to give them an explanation, you don't have to. Like, I fully leave people unread. I leave people undelivered because I'm just like, I can't. I can't. And also, like, part of it is I sit on a computer all fucking day for work. What makes you think I want to sit on my phone and read about your fucking problems when I just dealt with six different clients and their fucking problems? Like, <laughs> I, and maybe that makes me self selfish or self-centered or heartless or whatever, but I'm like, at the end of the day, and I've said this before, like, you are your biggest priority and you need to take care of yourself. So, um, you know what? Fuck it. Fuck everyone. <laughs> maybe that's a bad attitude. I don't know. But you know what's important to you and you know what's best for your mental health. So, um go out there and if you got to put your best face forward just know that I fucking understand um again I'm happy to be back with my podcast I'm super excited to see where this goes um I don't really know what I'm going to talk about next week um I have this like rage I have this red mist coming over me um with some other things so uh, I may vent a little bit about that because um it's it has to do with relationships again um and other people being self-centered um and taking care of yourself so um best face forward, do your own thing, take care of yourself. But at the same time, um, understand that, you know, you don't know what's going on in other people's lives, just like they don't know what's going on in yours. So, uh, live your life. Bye.